You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. You're listening to the December 2022 alignment report, the very last alignment report of the year. And I'm chatting with you today about things that were aligned for me in my business this month, things that were on the edge of aligned, not aligned, a few things that were not aligned at all, and my most meaningful actions this December. I started off December feeling very aligned. I did a three hour workshop with Steph Crowder, her year on the wall training. That was right on December 1st, which was a really nice way to start the month on a positive note. Her training is all about using post-it notes and giant wall calendars to plan out your months and plan out your year. She has this whole color-coded system that we learned. And essentially it's about prioritizing and about time blocking, and also just making sure that you have room for all of the things that are really important to you. That's something that I'm implementing. I'm looking over here at my very brightly colored desk calendar as we speak. And I'll share more about that as the year goes on, how I am working with this system. Another point of alignment is that I started my 2023 goals early. I wrote them somewhere near the end of November. And I always write them with my friend who I meet up with every Tuesday as part of our mastermind of two. And we do goals a little bit earlier than normal. And this year we actually decided to start them earlier as well. So we wrote them ahead of time and started ahead of time. I'm going to share with you a few that relate directly to the podcast since you're a listener of the show uh, listening to this. And then I'll share a few of the other ones as well. All right, the podcast goals first. 12 alignment reports published on time. I did manage to publish all 12 alignment reports for 2022. However, most of them were late. Some of them were a few months late and almost all of them were a few weeks late. As a listener, I would have lost faith in me by this point as well to put out an episode on time. And also I understand not wanting to listen to an episode about November when it is already December 22nd. I think that's when I got out the November alignment report this month. So I have a goal to be better with that, to be more timely, to actually put them out on the last day of each month with a little bit of leeway to also put them out on the first day of each month, just depending on the length of them and my editing time. That is the plan for that as well. I want to put out 52 regular podcasts. That means one a week. I probably will have to employ batching here to make sure that this actually happens, but I want the podcast to be more holistically aligned with what I'm doing in my business. And so In general, the episodes are going to follow the publishing schedule of Facet. As I publish a new issue, the theme of all of my marketing, including this podcast, is going to shift right along with it. So it's almost like having four little mini seasons. We're going to have four themes of 10 to 12 or so episodes each 
throughout all of 2023. My intention is to get all of those published on a weekly basis on time, but there could be a few that get published in a little bit of a batch sometimes throughout the year. Moving beyond that into the rest of the goals, I always separate my goals into four different categories. One of them is income and business. The other is relationships and health and growth. So I'll give you a few highlights from each of those categories. Some other income and business goals are that I am aiming for 40 new subscribers to Facet per quarter, which means that by the end of the year, I would have a total of 120 subscribers to Facet. I'm very excited about this goal and I have a lot of ideas on how to get those numbers, how to make that happen. Another goal that I think I might actually, as I'm looking at it here, increase it slightly just to motivate myself further. I have a goal of 12 speaking engagements or podcasts. So those could be events, either virtual or in person or podcasts. We'll see. I think I'm going to just pencil it in. Literally, as I record, I'm changing 12 to 18 just to give myself that extra little push. I also have a goal of attending two conferences and of wanting to do 18 different action calls and 12 VIP sessions this year. So those are the numbers that I'm aiming for. As you can hear by that, my primary offers are going to be facet, action calls, and VIP sessions. That's the focus now that web design is a thing of the past. In my relationships category, I have a few different goals. A new one I'm excited about is to text a friend every day. Just learning from my lessons in 2022, I want to really focus on maintaining and building new friendships. I also have a goal of having presence with my stepkids, especially in terms of homework and activities and dinner time. I have a very vague goal, which needs to get more specific, which is to look for positivity and show appreciation. I really want to make that one more measurable in some way. So that's kind of a draft goal for now in terms of relationships. And then I also have the goal, this is the second year that I've used this goal, to have effortful, fun Fridays. The way our custody schedule works, we pencil in a special Friday for ourselves which works out to about two times per month on Fridays at the start of a week where we're on our own. We take turns planning this. I really learned this year that the dates where we have the most fun and we increase our connection the most are the dates where we are doing something new and it's actually like doing something. So it's very easy to buy a ticket to something, go to an event or go to a performance. And those are fun, but they are not as they're not as impactful on us as the things where we're trying something new. So some of the highlights from this year were axe throwing and go-kart racing. Both of those are just so memorable. They're complete highlights for the year. I'm hoping that by having it as a goal to continue planning more effortful Fridays, that I will fall out of that performance trap and be a little bit more creative and finding things that are novel for us to try together. In my health category, I am continuing a few goals, but amending them slightly. My goal for screen time in 2022 was an average of two hours per month. So I tracked my screen time daily. And the idea was that over the average of the 30 or so days, 
that each of those numbers would average out to around two hours. I did all right with that. I certainly could have done better and I'm pushing it even more this year, aiming for an average of under 90 minutes each month. Some months that's going to mean a significant change from where it was last year, but I hope I am up to the challenge because I think less screens are going to be what's best for me. Another goal is I'm going to try to average 6,000 steps per day year round. This probably doesn't sound like a lot. I don't have one of the fancy watches and I don't want one. I only actually get steps when I'm carrying my phone around, which is not all of the time. And I definitely don't always have it in my pocket. So that number is lower because it actually is only tracking when I'm out on a walk, basically. Year round, if you're familiar with me, you know that I'm not a winter person and it's winter nearly the entire time <laughs> where I live. So this is really pushing myself to spend more time outside and go for those daily walks. I'm continuing my goal of daily meditation, but still allowing flexibility for whatever that's going to look like. I have a goal of using my light therapy lamp every day during daylight savings. Lastly, the growth category. Again, some of these things are holdovers from last year that I'm repeating or tweaking slightly. One goal that I have is reading 75 books. This past year, the goal was 50 and I wound up around 75. So this year I'm sticking around 75. I have a goal to write 50 day in the life journal exercises and or affirmations. That's the same goal as last year. I did not reach it in 2022. I'm going to try to reach it in 2023. The last goal here in the growth category that I'm going to share is that I want to prioritize going to events in the real world, especially in categories that just really light me up like art, architecture, music, culture, and business. All right, I shared more of those than I meant to, so this episode is now going to be longer. Feel free to put me on 1.5x if you need to. Another thing I'm doing that was aligned in December is that I'm trying out a new way of using a day planner. It's winding up as more of a tracker of daily habits and daily wins. It's also tracking my big three focuses of the week. I'm inspired a little bit by that year on the wall training that I took that I'm going to link to in the show notes from Steph Crowder, also one of her recent podcast episodes. It's also partially inspired by me just finding what I feel is the perfect day planner for me this year. Just has a lot of blank space for me to spread my thoughts out. And the way that I'm using it is I have my six daily habits written in that I cross out as I go throughout the day. I have a spot to write the day's screen time, the day's steps, and the person who I've texted to go with that relationships goal that I have of texting a friend every day. And then it, that still leaves me space to write progress on any of the goals from my goals list. So I write three wins for the day, which hopefully ideally link back to those goals for 2023 in some way. And the last aligned action I want to talk about for December is that I launched Facet, my course magazine, which is essentially self-publishing a book. I will give you more details on that in the Meaningful Actions category. Now, this next one is teetering right on the edge of a line, not aligned, like there's elements of both in it. I batch recorded a series of podcast episodes, at least one of which that have already aired, so you might have heard them. I'm trying on a new brand voice in these episodes, and it's like half aligned, half not aligned. I'm not totally sure how I'm feeling it yet. My goals for Facet, my ambitious goals, you heard me say that I wanted 120 subscribers by the end of the year. That means that I have to really work on my sales skills. I have avoided this in the first five years of being an entrepreneur. It's held me back. If I want Facet in as many hands as possible, and I do, 
I have to get better at talking more about the things that I offer. It's not that being direct and honest is so much of a problem for me. It's more that balancing between helping and selling within the same piece of content is this weird little problem for my brain. I think that along the way, I decided that content could either be selling or it could be teaching, but not both at the same time. This is a lie that I frequently tell myself. It's not true. I made it up. So this new voice that I'm using in the podcast, it just feels like a little bit unnatural for me. I'm definitely right at my growing edge and it's aligned because it is in service of where I'm going, but it's also a bit unaligned because it's not where I currently am. I feel a little bit like I'm playing dress up in someone else's clothes right now. So to that point, if you've heard that last episode or the last two episodes and you've loved it, I want to hear about it. If you've heard them and you hated them, I also want to hear about that. I think that having a few conversations about this with real humans is really going to help me get over my ish, whatever I have about it. So I would be really grateful to you if you reached out. I'm always happy to talk with you. I do like to give you one thing to reach out to me for for each episode. And that's because I really do want to talk with you, not just at you. All right, heading into the not aligned category. One big thing here. I love getting immersed into a topic, going really deep into one topic. And that's why Facet is a good fit for me. Having this course magazine, having a subscription where I get to really geek out on four topics a year and get to go really deep and present a complete version of something to you. That's what I'm all about. And one thing that I've realized lately is that it makes the most sense for me to be creating the content at the same time as I'm writing an issue. While I'm writing it, that's when it makes the most sense to pre-record the marketing pieces like the episodes of this show. Also when it makes the most sense to put together things like Instagram posts, blogs, that kind of thing. Because I had a focus group for Facet, The January issue was actually written several months ago by this point. So back in like June, July. And then I put that topic down for a bit when I was going back and forth with my focus group. I tried to ramp it up all again with my content for the launch, which was at the beginning of December. And I wish it had occurred to me sooner that I would want my content to match the enthusiasm that I had when I was writing the issue. It's not that I'm less enthusiastic about it now, but you know what I'm saying? Like my energy was in a specific place when I was writing and designing the print issue. And now my energy is back up there with social proof, but it's also different because some time has passed. The lesson I'm learning here is that in the future, I'm going to be lining up my creation mode to be making the course slash magazine at the same time as I'm creating the content to market it. And I think that that's going to feel much more aligned for me going forward. December felt like a short month. I think that's the only real not aligned piece that I had to speak to. So let's shift into meaningful actions. Of course, the big one, I launched Facet. I've been talking about it in alignment reports for months now. You've been very patient listening to me. Put it out into the world. I put out consistent content. I had so many conversations. I had the photo shoot. I gained my first set of subscribers. I'm actually tracking my subscribers visually. I found this coloring book paper of three crystals. Combined, they have a total of 40 facets. I had to add a couple of lines to make it exactly 40. Every time I get a new subscriber, I color in one of the facets. It reminds me very much of when I tried hot yoga for the first time back in university and 
I did that 30 day challenge and we literally put stickers in a book every time we went to a class. <laughs> so this is similar, that kind of reinforcement, helping me keep those marketing messages going. Also a meaningful action. I intentionally allowed email to fall by the wayside near the end of the month. The flip side of that is that I was able to honor my need for rest. I feel like that one's self-explanatory, so I'm going to move on. I launched my actual last website ever this December. Now, it feels like I've said this before and I've not followed through, but this time it's for real. My last ever full website project went live on December 23rd, and I have been turning down work. Well, referring work, actually. I have a CQC partner who's going to take those leads going forward, so that's a more accurate way of putting that. I am sticking to my boundaries, and I am not taking those projects on myself anymore. So that felt very meaningful for me this month. I also talked last month about the email and the social content that I planned ahead for the Facet launch. I'm so glad I did that because it turned into the most meaningful content that I posted this month for sure. I will add a note to that though, that I should have pre-planned ahead even more. I got a little bit complacent as I was posting the pre-planned content. And so I didn't continue creating content because I think my mind decided I'm done. But really I just let my own human nature take over and I got a little bit lazy. I wish that I'd kept up consistent content in December. I almost certainly would have more subscribers right now if I had. So meaningful action there is the planning of it in the first place, but I do wish I'd planned for a little bit longer of consistent content. Another meaningful action, I heard back from Alt Summit and I did not get in as a speaker and that was disappointing and it prompted three things. One, I had to process. I had to let myself be sad and let myself be disappointed. I did that for about three days. Two, I had to respond to the rejection email with positivity and grace. This actually was easy because I didn't rush it, because I didn't force myself to do it too early. I also decided around this time that I'm going to go as an attendee anyways, even though I'm not going to be speaking. The best way I know to be accepted in future years is to be a bigger part of their community and to get to know other speakers. I feel like when I go in person for real, I'm going to be able to get firsthand knowledge of their event and of their target audience, which is going to help me tailor my pitch next year. And three, I started researching to find a service provider who does essentially research and pitching services for events. I could feel as I wrote my pitch that this was not exactly my zone of genius. And I'm sure that there are people out there who are going to be able to help me put my best foot forward a little bit better. I did find one person who's really promising. I won't name drop now because I don't, I haven't like done enough research yet, but essentially how the service works is that there's a one-time setup fee and then there's a monthly fee that's ongoing and then a fee for each type of speaking engagement that they successfully book you for. This person in this case does booking you on podcasts, booking for virtual events and booking for in-person events. There's a slightly different fee for the successful booking there. Essentially, they do the research and the reaching out on my behalf. I should probably add that to my goals list. I would love to be set up with this kind of service by the end of 2023 to just be able to expand my reach and my visibility. Throw in some awful gift wrapping because I'm terrible at it and some candy canes and things like that. And that is all of my December. I hope that you had a wonderful month full of aligned actions, less not aligned actions, and a lot of meaningful 
actions. As always, now that you've listened to my report, I encourage you to take some time to figure out your very own alignment report for December. Pause the episode as soon as it's done. Take some time to reflect on how December felt for you. Just make even a couple of little jot notes in each category. Guaranteed you'll be able to use that information moving forward to make even better decisions and to feel even more aligned as you go. Thank you for listening throughout 2022. I can't wait to follow through on my goals, record 12 amazing alignment reports for 2023, as well as 52 regular episodes of the show. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.